Network podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the executive director for Influencers in Bentonville, Arkansas. And uh, as I said uh, in the past, I'm on the road out in California, visiting all our different regions and uh, doing guide training. And there's a lot of excitement out there. And I am today in Redding, uh, California, up in Northern California. I'm with uh, Dennis Shepard, who's been serving as our regional director up here for several years. Uh, and also Leo Breedeman, uh, who's on uh, Dennis's board. So welcome, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, Dennis, before we get started, uh, we put a lot of prayer requests out for you because you had some health stuff going on. So I think everybody want, might want to know how you're doing. So I'm tell- doing great. I I really appreciate the, the prayers. Uh, I had open heart surgery about three and a half months ago, and I've had complete recovery. Uh, my cardiologist has said, uh, I'll see you in a year, oh, wow. which was really good news. And uh so I've been blessed. God was uh, merciful, and I had a triple bypass, and then it was. Uh, I went in for, to have a stent put in, and I came out having <laughs> a triple bypass. <laughs> but uh, I'm just very grateful for what God did, and, and uh, you know, He was with me in the whole thing. Mm. Uh, yeah, and I um, have as I came back to Reading. Uh, you know, I kind of backed away from anything involved with the, with uh, influencers. And uh, but one of the things I've come to really appreciate, and we were just talking about this a little bit ago, was that all the regional directors, uh, there are nine of us, uh, get together every Monday morning. It's at, for me in California at seven o'clock. It's nine o'clock in in uh, Bentonville, but uh, and we pray for each other which is really an amazing thing. Mm. We get a chance to share our prayer requests and then somebody prays for us. <clears throat> but anyway, I'm grateful that uh, we've, we've been talking this morning <clears throat> about, and I, I had a board meeting last night, uh, and I let the board know that I was looking at what God's next step was for me and for influencers NorCal. And um, one of the things that, that I felt that it was time for me to to look at succession, someone mm-hmm. to step in at my place. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it for probably five years. And I love it, but I think it's time for some new blood. Mm-hmm. And I have a, a wonderful friend, um, Leo Breedeman, who um, actually was in my first journey group, our first journey group, um, seven years ago, something like that, and uh, has become a good personal friend. He's been on my board for as long as I've had a board, I don't know, four years probably. And uh, so he has agreed to step in as a new executive director for Influencers NorCal. Mm. And I'm really excited about that. I'm going to remain on the board and, um, you know, it's going to be a it's going to be a good thing for me as well as for influencers mm. 
Well, good. Well, we'll uh, in a minute, we'll uh, we'll get to know Leo just a little bit. But before we get into that, uh, give him a quick history of how the journey found its way to Reading, because I think these stories are always interesting because it just to me, it's proof of God's fingerprints and what that the Holy Spirit's leading this thing. So give it give it a little it's of the background. So organic. I have a really good friend that I've been <clears throat> involved in another ministry with uh, Thad Montgomery. Um I asked him about something a number of years ago, and he and, and uh, he said, "Well, I asked him to do something with me," and he said, "I'm sorry, I can't do that, Dennis. I have something that I've really given my life to, and which I didn't understand what that meant." But he said, "I'll send you a book." So he sent me the the journey book, and actually he sent me the prayer cottage also, and I put them on the. Uh, bedside table for a couple of months and didn't read them. And then I did read uh, The Journey to the Inner Chamber. And uh, I was really excited about it. Uh, I was meeting with uh, Leo Brittemann at the time, and I thought to myself, you know, this is a perfect book for him. (laughs) (laughs) Not for you, for Leo. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And so I gave it to Leo and... uh, he read it and just lit a fire under him. Uh, he got, he got I, I don't know where he got a phone number, but he got a phone number for a, uh, somebody with influencers in Sacramento. And um, t- then he came into my office and said, you know, we need to do this. And then we went next door to my pastor, uh, the men's pastor, and uh, he found it on his desk and said, we need to do this. And so we got we got the, the first journey group started in January, and uh, we went for five months. We didn't end up going through everything. And we did every, we did a lot of things wrong because we couldn't follow the, the leader's manual. <laughs> at, that, at that time, we didn't really have training or anything. No, it was kind of just I, organic. And, yeah. and, and it was, it was, so we just, we, we, we didn't have the, the prayer retreats, <laughs> which are really Shame important. On you. Shame <laughs> on you. <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, but it was the beginning of influencers in Northern California. And as we, we, we went, uh, we, we started out with having it at our church and, and I could see that it was really, uh, really an important, could be an important part of our, uh, of what we do at, at the stirring, our, our byline is we love and we make disciples. And what I have found is that the journey is the most amazing tool at helping a disciple come into a really close, intimate, abiding relationship with Christ. Uh, I've met with men for 25 years, just loving them and praying for them and walking alongside them and crying with them. And, and uh, that this actually, you still have all of that, but there's so much more in terms of, of actually a process for over nine months that, that no matter where you are in your walk with Christ, you grow into this intimate abiding relationship. Well, and Dennis, I know you, before the journey, you had a heart to help men and you counseled a lot of men and mentored a lot of men, but this gave you a tool to take them 
to help them become self-feeders and to, kind of, to learn how to stand on their own, right? Yeah, it, 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 I recognized it fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at that time, I wasn't really thinking about anything about regional director or anything like that. But yeah. um, over the course of probably a, a year, maybe a year and a half, I began to feel, you know, like um, an island. I, you know, I didn't want I didn't want this to be about Dennis. It wasn't about Dennis, so I wanted to have other men on my, you know, I, in an essence, we formed a board, you know, with your direction and you know, Rocky uh, is very. You got a real good model of forming a board and and what are the expectations of a board and the, and the responsibilities and um, that's been a huge thing for me. I we've met every two months for probably five, six years mm-hmm. and uh, had very little turnover in the board and one, one member go off and go off in another direction, but um, got a wonderful group of guys. Well, and, and it's been good having you up here, Dennis, because you've been our main point of contact to the not only Northern California, but the Northwest. <laughs> so uh, God's used you to help us with the, the guys in Boise. And and then, you know, of course, it's expanding up into Washington and Portland. And, and so it's really fun to see how it's growing up here. Well, you know, it's he's given me this time in my life. I'm basically retired from business and, and um, it's given me a, uh, you know, a a, the, the opportunity is very, very large mm-hmm. to serve him. And I, you know, I never believed in, in retirement. I've never, it's not in the Bible. There's nowhere do you find retirement. What I, what I do, I've always believed is that, you know, I'll just change my, what I focus on. Mm-hmm. And I never, I really didn't have any idea it would be something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've learned a lot in this process, a lot of really wonderful men and women we have we've had several women's groups and couples groups and things like that uh, i just see it makes such an impact that the trans transition transition the uh, that transformation that um, you see in people's lives it's just it's just and it's basically universal every single person mm-hmm. in their own way has this transformation yeah. And we get to be a part of it. Well, and, and uh, you know, your last name is Shepherd, And <laughs> most people around here believe that that name is apropos because you are a shepherd. I mean, you, you are a loving shepherd. And and, uh, and one of the highest praises uh, you can throw to somebody in influencer circles is calling them Gabe. And several people around here have told me you're a Gabe in their life. So uh, you've done some, some great work here, Dennis. told me that, too. And it's like. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to say thank you, Dennis, yeah. for all your work up here. And I know you're, you're not done. I mean, you're, well, you're going to still be active and uh, get supporting Leo and all that. Not get in the way. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> not get in the way, yeah. So let's get to know this guy, Leo. Uh, so, Leo, we heard about you pounding your fist on the on the table of, of one of the pastors saying, we've got to do the journey. So tell, pick up the story a little bit on, on uh, what happened when you first went through the journey and what's been happening. Well, in the season that I was at, uh, when Dennis gave me the book, I uh, I was wrestling out a lot of stuff that, um, in the journey, we call pruning, when mm-hmm. God prunes you. And uh, in that season, I, I found myself um, really getting transformed by not depending on 
other women for love, but really seeking the Lord. And mm-hmm. that that love that comes, the perfect love that comes from the Lord is what sustains you, what gives you strength and what motivates you to move forward in your journey. And so I've seen not just in my own life, but I've witnessed it in other men's life. And in that season, God had also taken away literally every female that I was in contact with to really focus on on guys. And um, as I was coming out of that season, I, I read the book. I saw that there was an organization behind the book. I called. I talked to. I don't even know who it was. but Steve. He um, he mentioned to me like, do you feel like Paul when when he was in Damascus blind, you know, for days, and then he got his sight back? I'm like, yes, exactly. I can mm-hmm. see where God wants us to be, and so with that passion and that fire that Paul must must have felt two thousand years ago, I went into Dennis's office and then went into the men's you know pastor's office, and I said, this is something that really we need for the stirring at that point. Um, because we we talk a lot about the talk and, and what Jesus does and all that stuff, but we really didn't walk the walk. So for me, it was important to have something that is so tangible to give to other guys and say, hey, this is, it's not an easy thing, but it's very simple. Mm-hmm. You know, they're guiding principles, just like we see in scripture, the way Rocky wrote the book with, you know, all the allegories. It's easy to relate. relate. Mm-hmm. It's simply written. It's not a big book because... You know, one of the reasons why I never really dove into the Bible is because it was super intimidating. Mm-hmm. You know, pages over pages with just printed letters and like, and I'm not the best reader. I'm actually, I was born in Japan. I grew up in Germany. So English was a, is essentially my third language. And mm-hmm. so I was always discouraged. And and then finding that little book that had made such a big change in my heart, I wanted that to flow over into others. And so in that season, you know, we, we got Sean involved and and then just like when you and talk Sean, about Sean was the pastor. Sean Gaffner was the pastor and mm-hmm. in that season um come to find out that his dad was in, you know already involved with the influencers down in Bakersfield. Ah. And so there was already, you know, when we talk about how by us talking about this, we can see the fingerprint of God. Mm-hmm. That right there was a huge thumbprint that was already there. And and that fire then brought us, us together. Mm. And so we actually ended up getting Pete up here to speak at a, one of our men's retreat that we named M24, mm-hmm. where we just camped out on a campground and, you know, had Pete. And I, who else was there? It was just Pete. It was just Pete. Yeah. Uh, speak at, at our, our retreat and, you know, the... The movement started from there. Mm. Um, then I actually ended up kind of moving my way where I felt the Lord really wanted to go even deeper with me. And I um, committed to two years of ministry school at our um, at the church that actually the string got planted out of. Mm-hmm. And um, when I started going through there, obviously I found more intimacy, but I was I was struggling with, you know, where is does the journey fit? And the Lord just, you know, kind of allowed me to put that journey aside and just really transform me from the inside out, what it means to be a disciple, mm-hmm. what it means to have that that journey, the walk, mm-hmm. and and fundamentally change me from the inside out. And after finishing that, um, during the two years, I actually ended up meeting my wife and we got married. Um, 
you know, biblically speaking, we, my wife and I, we really took off a year from ministry just to focus on on each other. Mm-hmm. And then I asked the Lord, "What's next, Lord?" And He said, "Dust the books off." I'm like, "What books?" And He said, "Look." And right in front of me was the journey guide. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, here we go again. Mm. You know, so as the fire started on the original um, journey that we did up here in Northern California, we just like Dennis said, we didn't really finish it. So I had this urge to finish the journey. So I then picked up the phone and called Dennis up and said, hey, Dennis, I need to finish the journey now. He's like, well, you actually, timing is perfect. I, I'm leading a group with another guy. You can join us. We were right where you left off. And so I finished it Mm. and I was able to get the full impact of the journey, what it means, not just for myself, but how we can do the outreach, Mm -hmm. the missions field. Uh, Discovering the spiritual gifts was something that, you know, me going through ministry school was really impacted me even more. Mm. And uh, so coming out of that, um, we did the commencement and then um, I actually approached our community life pastor at Risen King which is the church that the string got planted out of with the idea of launching the journey at our church. Mm-hmm. And the perception and the, the, the reality was that, again, it's something that men need. Mm-hmm. So from there, we um, launched the journey at Risen King. Um, and then I kind of put a twist in Jim's, <laughs> Jim's plans. I said, hey, by the way, I also feel like I'm supposed to lead a couple's journey group. Mm. And... Um, I didn't know why, but for me, it was, you know, the journey was always associated with men's ministry and then I had like a couple's journey group. And then we ended up going down to Malibu for the national summit. Jim and I met, met up and the person that picked us up from the airport actually had led a couple's journey. Mm. So he was able to kind of download to me what his experiences are, his ups and lows, challenges. And, um, so I decided, okay, Jim, this is what we're going to do. Mm. And, um, out of that couple's journey, um, I got my wife into it. Your wife um, is Kelly. And my wife is Kelly. Mm-hmm. And uh, she actually got nominated to be on the board here in Northern California. And um, Dennis, you know, was a crucial influence on that. And she is on fire for the Lord. Now she feels she wants to, you know, even go further with it with some women. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the people that have come out of the couple's journey, they are now getting plugged in and some of them want to come back and go through the journey again. Mm. So hopefully, you know, we, we can get all the, all the seeds that we planted and, and nurture them, you know, cultivate them a little bit more mm-hmm. so we can have leaders rise, rise up from that. It, it kind of feels we've been talking a lot about Reading and what's going on mm-hmm. here. And it feels like there's a lot of burning embers out there, but they need to be pushed together so a flame can kind of, you know, and, yeah. and, and maybe this time of, of Dennis empowering you to go forward and all that will help you. And you'll, maybe you'll be a catalyst for some of that too. You know, what do you think? I sure. Pray for that. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, for me, it's the journey is never about us. Right. Even though we talk about our journey, but it's the journey that other people are still waiting to embark on. Mm-hmm. And so I feel being, you know, an influencer being encouraging to um, guide them and to really see what, what God has for them. So it's, it's, it's the relationship instead of it being a manual, it being a book, it's the relational connection that we all long for. Mm -hmm. But the most healthy one is the one that we have with the Lord. And out of that solid foundation, we can then have other relationships with others in our community. 
Well, and on that note, tell them what you do for a living, what your day job is, because you're all over the city. Yeah. So tell them what you do. Well, um, I own a pool company here in Reading that I um, have had for 12 years now. The first um, eight years, essentially, were a struggle. Um, I didn't really see it as a struggle, but I, I had this magic number in my head that I wanted 50 clients, and that would be a good number to have. And I never made it over 25. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, people would cancel, going back and forth. And uh, about five years ago, I, I just asked the Lord, what do you want me to do? I went through two years of ministry school. Do you want me really me to be a pastor? And all he said is, do what you do. Mm -hmm. And that meant for me to you know, pour into my, what I feel that God has put me as a missions field into uh, pouring into my clients that I saw then needs that they had uh, struggling marriages, uh, guys just questioning the Lord. And, and so I was able to be an influencer in that, in the field, in the business field, mm -hmm. instead of just being in our safe Christian bubble. Yeah. yeah. And now going out and making disciples is one of the commandments that, you know, the commandment that Jesus left for us. Right. And so that's where, you know, I really wanted to go. And over the last six years, the business has been blessed and exploded. I now have about six uh, employees that mm -hmm. are, I actually pulled from our, um, our pool at church, Risen King, uh, young adults that I've already mentored for the last three years um, in a home on a Monday night that are now working and, and actually spreading the word of the Lord into the clients that now we have reached 160 clients in five years it, and not a single dime wasted in advertising. Mm. It's all relational. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. And that I'm sure that's somehow connected to how God might use influencers, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Um, so tell tell everybody, we got a few minutes left, tell everybody a little bit about Reading. I mean, I know uh, one of the most recognizable, from a Christian perspective, Bethel is here, right, Dennis? And that, that's a lot of people know Bethel music and all that. It's a big Christian presence here, and there's a lot of churches here. What what are the spiritual needs of Reading from the people here, Dennis? What do you well, see? a lot of the... the I think it's a there's a very heavily churched community. Okay. There we we have a uh, um, Good Friday service at our big conference center, and we have two services that are it's 2,500 people come to each one of them. So we have 5,000. Uh, we've gone to three services this last year. So there's. 7,500 people come on, uh, you know, Good Friday, 4, 6, and 8 o'clock at night mm. and fill that. The, the place is full. It's unbelievable. Um, and there are something like 150 churches. When the first year we did it, we, um, our pastor is very close with um, one of the pastors at Bethel. And so uh, our pastor stepped out and put up the $10,000, which we didn't have as a church for the, the conference center. But uh, the, the two of them as a team have worked very, very well toward, um, you know, bringing, I mean, that's, that's a lot of unity in a community of 90,000 people. Mm. That's a, that's a and, and, and then Bethel itself uh, has 3,000 students, uh, many of which are, there's a husband or a wife and then children. They, they, one of the places that it impacts community is in the rental market of homes because it's a very tight rental market. 
So they come in for how many years? Do they come? They in? come in for uh, normally two years, but there's a third year that they can stay for. Okay. And uh, and it's an, an incredible experience. It's, uh, but uh, so I think you know Bethel has a major impact. Um, we've never been able to have any inroad into Bethel uh, as far as influencers is concerned. From a church perspective, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but there's probably been people who attend Bethel. I don't who've, think so. No, you don't mm-hmm. think so. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought maybe a few years ago I met a guy that was going to went to Bethel. That there was maybe that I, mean, I wasn't aware of it. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, who knows? Uh, again, we've we've talked about this all the time. The way influencers, Rockies, put this out there. It's the way it always is. Is we kind of go where we're invited. Mm-hmm. If we find that we're promoting it and knocking the door down, it's usually not the Lord. It's us, you know, with our mind and our plans and all that. So, so what? Uh, what's the prayer request for everybody out there who um, part of the reason I like to do these is to let everybody around the country know so they can be praying for Reading and, and for you guys specifically. What What are some of the prayer requests for you guys personally and for this region? Well, for, for us to move forward and you know, in the influences ministry here in Northern California, I, my prayer request is to, um, for me to be a, a servant leader, to for Jesus to just show me the way, and to um, surround me with people that have wisdom, that have different giftings than I have, mm-hmm. so that I can, you know, do the work that He has put upon me with the help of others. Okay, because it's like. Just like I said before, this is not about me. It's about what God wants to do in our region. Mm-hmm. And that's my total focus point on that. And I would like to have that covering that that gives us the strength by building community. Yeah. Okay. I think my prayer request for, for uh, influencers NorCal is that, that God would bring the people that he wants which this has been my prayer all the way along in this, is that he wants, uh, he's the one, it's his ministry, as Leo said, uh, but that he wants at this particular time. Timing is a big part of a person making this kind of commitment. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's the one, he knows where they are. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that would be my prayer. It would be that that God would would, uh, send us the people and, and we, we have had no problem getting guides and training them and, and being prepared for, uh, it's like, you know, Leo's going to have a, a breakfast coming up and he's going to talk to, I don't know, you normally have about 50 men mm-hmm. on uh, Saturday morning breakfast about the journey. And uh, I've, I've had an opportunity twice to speak to an a overnight retreat that our church does. And each time, uh, well, the first time, 37 men out of 75 men signed up to be in the journey. Mm. And, um, and then this la- the last time I had like eight guys, mm. which is, you know, that's, and, they all, and we, went, we, we formed one group. Actually, it became a, a group with some couples. Um, so... But it was a journey group, and mm-hmm. it worked very well. So that would be my prayer. And, yeah. I, and I think my prayer, too, is, is, that, is for God to, uh, you know, I believe that he has anointed Leo for this 
work now at this time in his life. Um, we've, we've kind of walked alongside of each other. We actually had a group that met at his house before the journey. Mm. Uh, it started off with one guy and ended up being half a dozen guys. And, and uh, so it's, you know, I, God's been preparing him. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, he's, I'll tell you, he's got such a wonderful partner. Uh, Kelly is just, she just, <laughs> that was a real answer to prayers. For me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which is another example where uh, some of the regional directors are bringing women onto their boards because mm-hmm. we're seeing a huge need to, mm-hmm. I mean, the bullseye's men because we all, that's where it started. That's kind of where we believe uh, God wants us to work, but uh, he's also wanting us to help the women too and couples and all that. So. Yeah. Yeah, and Kelly, I, I've gotten to know Kelly a little bit. She's a fireball. She's uh, she's on fire. So she she's getting excited about yeah. what God she's might a do. doer. Yeah, she yeah. is a doer. Yeah, uh, how she got involved is we we have been meeting at Leo's house for having dinner for board meetings uh, for like several years, and she was always here, and she would sit down at the table, and then so finally we said, well, why don't you just become a board member? Mm. And, uh, yeah. She, yeah. She's well, a, I think that was the Lord because <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten to witness a little of that in action. So, yeah, that wasn't yep. just a happenstance thought. You know, God God puts these things in front of us. So, yeah. Well, good. Well, thank you, guys. I think that's about time for today. But uh wanted everyone to get to know you guys. And uh, some a lot of people know you, Dennis. Uh, we've never done a podcast, though. Mm-hmm. And, uh and now to get to know Leo. So uh, anyway, excited about what God's going to do. So uh, we'll be keeping everybody updated and, uh, you know, via emails and all that kind of stuff in the in the weeks and months to come. So, okay. Well, this has been the Influencers Network podcast. And, uh, uh, you know, some people are still just learning that we have podcasts out there. So uh, <laughs> uh, just to remind all of you to tell your friends about it, uh, the easiest way to get to it is go to influencers.org and go to resources and there's a tab for podcasts and you'll uh, see all the ones we've done and we we have some in the very beginning that Rocky was laying out the whole DNA of, of this whole ministry and there's it, a lot of great wisdom from Rocky on there that's the whole reason I started doing these things in the beginning so uh, great resource and uh Anyway, so there's also guide videos and uh, videos you can use as resources. So it, it's all out there on, on our website, influencers.org. So anyway, thank you for joining us today. Again, I'm Brian Craig, Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries, encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you today.